Well, hey there, how are you? Welcome back to another episode of Your Success at Last DNA. Yep, doing those necessary actions, getting those daily needed attitude adjustments, that motivational oomph, that little kick in the fanny you're going to need every single day, tossing at you those core inspirational building blocks to help you get what you need to get done, done. All this, right, brought to you by YourSuccessAtLast.com. Me, well, I'm Tracy, Tracy Ace Brinkman, coming at you live and in living color from Chile, Wisconsin. It's been cold as heck here recently. We actually had a warm day. It almost got to 30. <laughs> How about that, right? How was your weekend? Was it rocking? Was it awesome? No, my, my weekend was phenomenal. I hope yours was as well. So, before we move on, you know what I got to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, those seven critical steps of success. I really want you to, to grab this program and listen to it before I pull it down here in the next couple of days. It's those seven critical things you're going to need to make sure you pay attention to in order to re reach your peak potential. So, grab your hands. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you a little bit more about that a little later. Let's start with uh, today's question. It's Monday. What do we ask about on Monday? How do you feel? I know so many of you get up on Monday mornings going, God, it's Monday. I don't want to do this. So let's follow you up with the next question. How do you want to feel? And if you don't want to feel like, God, I don't want to do this, well, then you can change that. All right? And there's just a few steps you'll need to take. And, and those steps will be unique to your situation. So what are they? How do you feel? And how do you want to feel? You feeling sweet? You feeling sour? You made any mistakes recently? Maybe in the past it's still kind of haunting you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm nodding with you. Yeah. Yeah, Tracy, I have. Uh, we all have. You know, God knows I have. Ooh, I have some dark time stories I can tell you about. I mean, we, we all make mistakes. But we can still succeed as long as we know how to uh, to make a comeback. See, and, and that's where today's episode comes into play. See, I want to talk to you about what Twinkies can teach you about comebacks and resiliency. See, while snack cakes might not have all the answers to life's silly little riddles, right? They won't have all the answers to, why am I here? Let's, let me share with you the fact that the honest, humble Twinkie certainly knows how to pick itself up, dust itself off, and start over. See... I, I, I say this a little tongue-in-cheek, but many of you may remember that the headlines, oh, God, was it about a year ago now, uh, when the Twinkies briefly disappeared from the store shelves? <gasps> Gasp, right? I know people everywhere were like, no, not my Twinkies, right? And this, I mean, it all just kind of disappeared, but the, uh, the parent company, Hoaxes, was having some problems, uh, went bankrupt. And, you know, luckily, the the public gathered together and about seven months after Hostess announced plans to shut down following its bankruptcy, the snack food brought its products back to the stores. Hostess Brands, which is now owned by private equity firms, shipped about a hundred million snack cakes. This is donuts, ho-hos, ding-dongs, and of course the ever-loving Twinkie. And it shipped about a hundred million, a hundred million uh, to stores across the country in about two weeks. So they were back on the shelves, and the turnaround was billed the sweetest comeback in history. Oh, sorry. The sweetest comeback 
in history, and I'm going to get this right sooner or later, the sweetest comeback in the history of ever. Right? Kind of cute. Little play on words. Um, but I want to, I, I want to sit with you for a few minutes here and talk about some of the tips that you can gain from Twinkie. Right? Some tips that you can stage your own comeback, your own revival. So some comebacks lessons inspired by Twinkies. Number one, count on your friends. See, like I said, uh, the public gathered together. Hostess could not have done it all alone. The Twinkie comeback was really driven by the loyal fans who campaigned on social media. Right? This campaign was recognized by some of those uh, private equity firms. Of course, they did their financial analysis, but they saw the passion in their in the fans. So to be resilient, you're going to need to develop some strong, loving, deep friendships. All right. Uh, next one is I want you to simplify your message. Right. Twinkies advertising focused on their return date, and they affectionately called this Cake Face Day. Right. Kind of catchy. Right, a little quirkiness, right? We're talking about embracing your quirky. Yeah? Identify your top priority and stop getting bogged down in all the details. Remember, we talked a little bit about that last week. Getting lost in the muck, right? Find that number one important thing that you need to get done and get it done. Right? Now, the next thing Twinkie Talk teaches us is to tap into the nostalgia. A few financial troubles couldn't dim people's fond childhood memories of Twinkies or Hostess or, or Ho-Ho's or Ding Dongs, right? So I want you to learn from that and hold on to the good things in your past, even when it's it's time to, to make some changes, okay? Pick a good name. All right, I like this one. Pick a good name. The words you choose are going to have a powerful effect on your thinking. So choose good names. Choose the right words, right? If you're heading up a project, give it a good phrase that everyone can get behind, right? If you have this big goal, give it a name. Something that's going to move you. Something that reaches down and makes your heart sing. See, Twinkies might have disappeared forever if they were just another sponge cake. Huh? Okay? And uh, another one that Twinkie kind of provided a little lesson here for was provide value to others. Okay, let's be honest. Not everything in life can be the deep fried and full of sugar, enjoyable treat that Twinkie is. Actually, it probably could be better. Uh, maybe it's even better with a little bit of Twinkie, a little bit of cream filling, right? The important thing I want you to do is concentrate on how your actions give back to others. How you're giving your own deep fried, sugar filled value back to those that you touch every day. And why do they appreciate you? Hmm? All right. Now, <coughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Now, some other comeback lessons I want you to walk away from uh, from this podcast are learn from your missteps. You see, building on your failures allows you to learn and grow. And that's what it's all about, growing. Any experience can make you a better person if you handle it constructively. If you learn from it and move forward, okay? Uh, and right behind that is hold yourself accountable because you're going to need to clean up before you move on. I want you to repair, repair any harm you've caused others and yourself. And you can't forget either one of those. 
you can't just repair the harm that's done yourself and leave others wounded, right? Because that's going to slow your progress. And you can't just repair other people's hurt feelings or wounded business and forget about yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to help anyone else, right? You're not going to be able to provide that value. So things like let your boss know that you missed that deadline, but you have also restructured your work so that you can be quicker the next time, all right? Now with that comes spotting patterns. I want you to spot patterns. It's common to make the same mistake over and over and over again. But I want you to figure out what conditions are sabotaging, say, say what things are sabotaging your diet. What things do you find are happening over and over again that are making you fall off that diet wagon, right? Or what things are making you late for work consistently? Watching too much television late at night, sleeping in, hitting that snooze button 15 times, whatever it may be, all right? Once you identify that pattern, you'll be able to make the necessary changes. Like those questions I asked you, what do you want or need to change, all right? There, I, I mentioned this in a podcast probably hmm, kind of a couple months back now. That I was rereading a journal I had been writing. I tried to write in a journal. I've been a little lax in here recently. But I was noticing in my rereading of the past month's entries that there was a pattern that on this one specific day, every other week, I was in a, my writing seemed a little bit more down and had that quite, that, that peppy tone I usually have. And I, and then I realized those are the days there was a specific person I was hanging out with during lunch. Uh, and that person was bringing me down. That person was uh, one of those gripeaholics. Uh, they were going through their organ recital. Oh, this hurts. And, and my heart hurts. And my lungs hurt. And my kidney hurts. Right? So I began to distance myself from that person. And those days were just as cheery as the rest of them. But it was spotting that pattern that helped me make that change. Alright? Now, the next thing, taking risks. You're going to have to take a risk if you want to grow. And I want you to hang on to your courage. You may have a few blunders along the way while you're seizing valuable opportunities. And that looks right back to learning from your missteps and hold yourself accountable, right? Okay. After that is seeking inspiration. You know, the world is full of role models. And a lot of them are going to be a lot better than just Twinkies. I mean, you have uh, Nelson Mandela and Martha Stewart, both of them who put their lives back on track after prison. Now, for completely different things, I might add, and they lead completely different lives, but the thing is, they're role models in being able to come back and build up. Pick your role model. Learn about them, okay? Um, offer second chances. Ooh. Extend mercy to others. Just like you're going to learn from your missteps, they're going to learn from their missteps too. And when you extend that mercy to others, they are likely to return the favor. And when you're, and when other people are seeing you extend that mercy to others, they are likely to return it to you, even though it wasn't them who was, who was receiving the mercy that you extended. All right? So offer second chances. Odds are you'll get them a lot faster. Acknowledge your past. Mm -mm -mm -mm. This comes a little bit uh, from learning from missteps, but I want you to acknowledge your past, even if you can't learn from all the missteps. And maybe your past was awesome, okay? But when you acknowledge your past, questions may linger about some things you did. Maybe today you're thinking, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done this, and maybe I shouldn't have done that. Be forthright about the facts. 
let your current actions prove that you've grown, you've matured, and you've learned from your missteps. All right. Last two are, I want you to build up your capabilities. This is key. I don't care if you're the CEO of a Fortune 5 company today. If you don't continue to build your capabilities, someone else is going to take that role pretty fast. So I want you to, you can get more promising role results every time you grow that first time around, then the better the second time around, and then the third time around. Uh, you may even need to beef up your resources. If you're struggling in your current or, or your last job, considering uh, consider going back to school, get some training, go to a seminar, go back to school and get an additional degree or certification. Or if you want to travel down an entirely new path, right? do that. Go to school, get that certification. Um, if there's things about relationships, Perhaps you're getting a divorce and you've met someone new and you want that next relationship to work better. Well, there are people out there that are more than willing to help, right? Maybe talk to a, a relationship therapist to help that next relationship last longer than the first. And lastly, I want to leave you with one overall resounding tip. Start now. Really, stop dwelling on all the reasons why it's going to be difficult, why the timing's not right. I don't have enough money. I'm too tired. i got to wait for the kids to get out of school. Uh, it just doesn't feel like today's the right day. The sun hasn't come up yet. Whatever the litany of excuses are, stop dwelling on all the reasons why it's going to be difficult for you to make that comeback or to take that first step forward. Decide to do your best in this moment, right now. No, literally. Right this very second. Here's the thing. You're going to be pleasantly surprised with the results. And then you're going to look back and say, man, I should have started this two years ago, a year ago, last week. All right? So don't let your past hold you back. Well, I mean, I guess the real thing is, why would you let your past hold you back? With positive thoughts and a little hard work, some elbow grease, right? Yeah, you know, get, get, put your shoulder into it. You can put any setback behind you and build a brighter future. Heck, Twinkie, thought of, Twinkie taught us that very lesson. Yeah? All right. So, I want you to go out to uh, YourSuccessAtLast.com. Actually, you're going to want to go out to YourSuccessAtLast.com and drop in your email so that you can get the seven critical steps of success. I'm giving this away for a time now. I am really, no, really about to replace it. So, go to there today. YourSuccessAtLast.com. Uh, click on that banner. It's the seven critical steps of success. There's one on the right-hand side, one just about dead center in the middle, um, and you can get it down. Plus, when the new one comes out, we'll shoot you out. Uh, we'll shoot you out that one too. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about what a tortoise can teach you about your career. Till then, I'm going to leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. That's it. Bye bye.